Al, you're going to take us back to the wonderful world of Otome this week. It's true. As we kick off November. Oh my goodness. The November to remember, of course. Is there something specific happening this November? Oh, no, it's just November. That's talking about Otome. That's what it is. I was talking about Otome. I did a little mapping out of our schedule for the next two months, by the way. Which I think, if I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. We got the 30th will be game of the year. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. The 23rd will be Christmas. Mm -hmm. The 16th will be our preview episode, of course. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the 9th and the 2nd of December free. Okay. And then we have the 25th of November free. Okay. And then we have this week, which is the 4th. Mm-hmm. We have the 11th, which we'll probably talk about on week two that week. That makes sense. Uh, and then so we have the 18th, the 25th, the 2nd, and the 9th free, which we will have to fill up with. We have two ga- two games we'll be talking about in those weeks, probably, which is Like a Dragon Gaiden mm-hmm. and then the Yohane game. Yep. So really, we have two weeks of things we have to find out, find to talk about. I'm sure we can figure it out. Yeah, but that's just that's just, you know, that's what we got to look forward to through the end of the year. And what y'all have to look forward to through the end of the year. True. Because y'all like us and you stick around. True. We like you back. True. I would like but it yeah, so- if you didn't try to climb the curtains, child. <gasps> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Gam, Spider-Gam, does whatever a Game Boy can. God, no. (laughs) Chews on a roof, spits it out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's actually really good. (laughs) Crushes the roof. Oh, no, it's flat. Look out, here comes the (laughs) Spider-Gam. Perfect. Perfect. No notes. There you go. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime <laughs> Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Alley and Lady um. Hello. This is episode 358, and we are talking about another Al Atome game. Uh, this game is called Charade Maniacs. Mm-hmm. And I hear Al really loved this game. It was like, this is just the greatest Atome I've ever played. I can't believe I would lie about that. I don't lie. <laughs> I have good taste in a tome. Oh uh, yeah, you're gonna tell us about this game that you uh you 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 definitely played. I I I played it. Of all the atomes, it is one of them. It is one of them that I have played. Oh boy. Um. Th- yeah, this game. The concept is interesting. Um, the execution, nah. Um, I I highly doubt we have any. Like, do we have release information, all that stuff, before I dive into the actual game? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> well, this game came out on June the twenty seventh of twenty twenty three. If you're wondering, which uh goes in line with Al's backlog of Atome. <laughs> Wow, I didn't realize it was that far back. Oh, God. Okay. So there, that's that's when the game came out. Yep, I played it like a month ago. Yep. Um, your your Tomei backlog is still still there. I'm suffering. Still a backlog. And another one's coming out in November, so. 
There's like there's two coming out in November. Jesus Christ, what's the other? Oh right, you're right. Oh my god. There's, it never ends. It never ends. My my backlog will never get smaller. Um. Wow. I didn't realize this one came out then. But anyway, um, I played it finally, um, because I saw some positive things on <laughs> on the internet about it, and I was like, sure, why not? I'll you play it. You got bamboozled. It. I got bamboozled. Everyone's like, oh, you know, it's like. Danganronpa, but like an Atome game. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Like, okay. Yeah, but yeah, but which one? <laughs> this is this is a V three. Oh no. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, what is Charade Maniacs? You might ask. Oh, so that's that's what I'm asking, and all the people are asking. Yep. Um. So. Let me read to you if it will ever load <laughs> the the story quote unquote um in the near future summer break was around the corner what <laughs> uh Hyo- True. in the near future summer break is around the corner Hiorisena, a sophomore in high school was living a peaceful life one day as she was walking home with her childhood friend a masked figure appeared before them the two were abducted and taken to a strange world with two moons. When they awoke, they met nine others in the same predicament. In their confusion, the mysterious figure began to speak. Welcome to Arcadia. In this world, if you perform for us, your wildest dreams can come true. Also, technically, that's incorrect. Um, there was not nine others with him. Anyway, uh, in order to find their way home, the group was forced to work together and act in an assortment of scenes from a drama. They were made aware that a traitor walked among them. What could be the motive of this traitor, and why are they all being forced to act? Unable to fully trust anyone, whose hand will she take in the end? So yeah, that's that's the plot. Um, so essentially how it works is that you're in a world called Arcadia, and there are the the Arcadians who enjoy watching different dramas. And there's been this other world stream that's um, been like, I guess, an urban legend type thing. And um, people people have seen these, but they don't know a lot about it. And then once you get kidnapped and taken there, they explain like. In Arcadia, if you end up getting enough points from doing these dramas, then we give you anything that you want. Yay. Um, also, there have been multiple groups of people who are who have been here and have been acting, and none of them have survived. Because if you don't act out the thing, then you get a punishment, and if you lose a certain amount of points or whatever, you die. You get erased. And everybody forgets you. The end. Um, so yeah. That's the plot. Now you're thrown in with um, a bunch of dudes. And you gotta act out these dramas and, and figure out how you're gonna get out of here. Um, I will give it props for one thing. They do have a non-binary love interest. 
that's pretty cool. Yeah. And they they stuck to it the whole time. They, you know, the the character themselves, it's like, who can say? I don't know. I mean, like, male or female, who cares? Um, and everybody just keeps questioning it, and they're like, eh, I don't know. What do you think? Um, but I was thinking, like, oh, once I get to their route, they're going to do a reveal of, like, oh, it's, it's, They've been a dude this whole time. Um, but that did not happen. Um, so I was like, okay, right, cool. Like, legitimately a non-binary love interest. That's cool. Too bad everybody in this f game sucks. <laughs> um, so get the good out of the way here. Um, I will say the voice acting is very good. They have some really, really good voice actors. Um, and... That's that's rad. Yay. Um Megami Ogata is the voice actor for um Ryochi, so like you know that's good. Mm-hmm. Um also just like knocks out of the park. Um so Senna, the character you play as is awful. Awful. She makes the most nonsensical decisions in every single route, including the common route. And the whole time I'm just like, I want to throw you off a roof. You know, normal things. Yeah, like, everybody in this house would be better off without you, period. Um, also, like, several times it comes up of, huh, you know, it's interesting that uh, there's only one gal to all these other people that are here and, like, their romance dramas and all, like, huh, huh. Um, which brings me to... Um... So you have the, the common route and you basically get to Arcadia and you, you have to do a drama immediately. And as, as I mentioned in the synopsis, um, Tomose Banjo is your, your childhood best friend. Um, I just wanted to call him Banjo the whole time. And we kept you making, can be, you can be Kazooie. We kept making Banjo Kazooie jokes. <laughs> um, but as soon <laughs> um, as soon as you get there, they're like, hey, you want to do a drama? And you get thrown into a romance drama. And he just, like, grabs you and, like, kisses the heck out of you without any kind of permission or anything. And she's like, uh, what's going on here? Um, Which, worth mentioning, he was trying to confess his, his feelings for you before you got kidnapped. But... Um, yeah, maybe don't force people to kiss you, even if it's in the context of a drama. Um, and I was like, whoa, like, what are you two doing? So she has to clarify a lot of like, no, no, he's the childhood best friend. Um, he's insufferable. I, I saw a review and um, 
I, I think one sentence can sum this dude up perfectly that it was from this review. Uh, and that is, I quote, overprotective is an understatement. He is literally one bad day from throwing Hiori in a cage, unquote. Uh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Um, so anyway, you have to go through these these dramas. Um, there's one where um, you are supposed to act out a bullying scene with um, Gyobu and um, Haiji. Haiji? Um, which, by the way, Haiji tells you he's 12 years old. And I'm like, ooh, because I knew he was somebody who was dateable. And I'm like, there has to be something there. God, please tell me there's something there. Um, but you're supposed to push him out of a window. And they're like, yeah, everything heals up as soon as you're done with a drama. So, like, even if you break a leg or anything, it's fine. It'll heal. Um, but she refuses to do it. So she loses her voice. Your character, your main character doesn't have a voice for like three chapters of the common route. And she's just having to text everybody. It's just nonsensical. <laughs> nonsensical. Normal things. Yeah. And I mean, depending on which guy, um, you date, like they reenact it and do something, um, that fixes the situation so she gets her voice back um i think one of my favorites is that in um, akase's route he's like all right i got this i'll figure it out um and so he like jumps in because you can jump into um the dramas even if you weren't assigned to the drama so he jumps in and is like all right cool like we're just gonna push him out now woo um and then you have like find out that one of the other dudes, um, Dazai is down there and like caught him. But also like they still broke bones in the process because you have a twelve year old plummeting towards you. Um that you have to catch. Um uh, so you know, figured it out, I guess. It's fine. Um but the the big reveal is that you're in like a it's like a bunkery type thing um everything is projection there are buildings that exist and like the building that you live in is still there but like there there are projections over most of the things including the arcadians who are actually just like mud people so yeah um it is also revealed that there is not only the traitor but there is a sponsor and the sponsor is somebody who basically has contact with the outside world and brings you like food like there's there's regular food and stuff from the outside world because arcadians don't have real food and they're mud they're mud <laughs> um so you you have two people or you're told there are two people who are betraying you there are actually three <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Um, do you have the character page up? Yes. If you were to guess, which three of these do you think are the the betrayers? The twelve year old. The twelve year old, correct. Well, I think it's because you told me that. Yes. Uh let's see here. That I'm is... guessing childhood friend is not because you come to this place with him. Right, he is not. 
So, so we apologize. Uh, I'll go with glasses guy. Glasses guy. Um, Ibana. Ibana. Okay, he is not one, but he does have oh. he does have a past here. He does look untrustworthy. All these people look untrustworthy. Yeah, yeah. He also sucks real bad, but like, what's new with these? These people. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dazai because he's not looking at the the not looking at you face forward. He's just a side profile. May Dazai. Yeah. Okay, that's two. Hey, let's go. Um, what about this Futami guy? Futami, that's three. Let's go. Um, actually, you have another one. What? Yeah, I just realized there's another one. It's you. No. So one, two, three, four. There's four people against you here. What about uh, Gyobu? Gyobu, is, he has a past here, but he is not. <laughs> uh, what about Akase? No, he's actually like one of the good ones. <laughs> what about Chikaski? It is him. Um, he, he remember he had the mud arm. That sure that sounds about right. Like he he was hugging you with Jello, remember? Oh, Jello man. Yeah, that's him. He had a Jello arm. He, <laughs> He's just like a Jello cat. <laughs> it's just like a Jello cat. Uh, okay, so um, Jiyosaki, uh Dazai, uh, Futami, Haiji. Um, all of them are somehow conspiring to to um, make this whole thing happen. That being said, two of them are not like dedicated to the cause, I suppose, is a way to put it. Um, We're halfway there. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just going to try and knock this out because there's too many dudes. There's, there's too a lot of dudes. There's too many dudes. Nine dudes. Nine dudes. Um, so I started with um, Bonjo because he seemed like the easiest to figure out. Um, again, his whole thing is like he's a childhood best friend. He was trying to confess to you before you got taken here. He doesn't trust anybody, which is fair. You shouldn't trust people. But um, he takes it to like an extreme degree and mm -hmm. is basically like, don't go near her. Don't even look at her. Mer um, and it's just, like, unfriendly and awful the whole time. Uh, again, like, also forces that kiss on you. Not cool. Um, but then, like, halfway through his route, he's like, what if I just don't work anymore to try and go back? Like, what if we stay here? Because I don't need anybody except for you. You're here. And she's like, um... You know, I have family, right? And I, I would really not like to be in danger every day. Family? Family. You know, like, fast and furious. <laughs> um, and she's like, I have a sister and I have parents I would really like to go back to. And he's like, well, you don't need them. You have me. Um, again, the line about, like, being one bad day away from putting her in a cage is, is about right. Um, so she ends up doing something that is completely bananas and the whole time I was just like, you're a moron. 
Um, but they were doing a a drama and she decided like, well, I'm just going to tell him how I feel exactly this whole time during the drama and not do the drama itself because he won't listen to me otherwise. I'm like, um, huh? And so she like puts herself at risk. I forget what she loses. She loses something, but it doesn't even really matter because she gets it back. Um, Dignity. But he's like, oh, wow, you know, she must be really serious if she took that punishment to tell me how she feels. And, you know, I'm, I'm being a big dum-dum about this. Um, he's a big dum-dum the whole time, and he just honestly sucked in every single route. He was so annoying. And it, it was just like, why, why are you so wishy? Um, I think desperate is is a good word for it. And so, like, it doesn't actually feel like there's a good romance there. You know? Yeah. Because it feels like she's kind of like forced into it, so that he doesn't do anything extreme or stupid. Um. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, he sucks. He also has a bad haircut. So he should rethink his life. Um, he is also one of two routes that actually involves charades. <laughs> you know what's in the name of the game. Yep. Um, because he he challenges the producer, um, or the director, sorry. He challenges the director to um a challenge where he has to do charades with against the Arcadians and they have to guess and the Arcadians are like notoriously bad at it. Um, but he's an actor. He's in the acting club at school and he pulls it off and they get to go back. Woo. Hooray. Hooray. And then you gotta date him. Less hooray. <laughs> um, so then I went to um, Akase next. And he seems like one of the more normal love interests here. Um, make of that what you will. He's he's a smart dude. He's like um, I want to be a hero type of character. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's he's fine. I have no problem with him. Um, he he's. Probably one of the better ones in terms of the the romance. But the big thing with him is that it turns out that he's like an agent of the government. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so his his parents were previous sponsors. Um, and he basically like went against everything that they were about because he thinks that it's monstrous to do this. So he infiltrated um, Arcadia and the other world streams so he could try and shut it down from the inside. Um, so yeah, he's basically just, I'm a hero and also a secret agent, but also I'm 18. 
You can be your hero baby. <laughs> you can also kiss away the pain. Mm. Um, Which is another thing I should have brought up. The CGs where they kiss, all their mouths are open and in the facing the direction, but like there's no actual kiss, so they're just like breathing on each Aww. other. It's they're so, giving each other CPR. It's so weird. Like they're just standing there with their mouths open facing each other. It's like he kissed me deeply. And I'm like, Did he? It looks like he's just breathing on you. He sucked my soul out. <laughs> like, huh? So, you know. No actual fun romance CGs. Ripperoni and pepperoni. Um, okay. Where do I go from here? Uh, I think then I went with um, Iochi. Um, they are okay. There's there's another thing I have to bring up. There are multiple characters here. That are way too old for this gal. Um, Yoshi's one. Yoshi is 24. Uh, keep in mind, Senna is 16 years old. It's too old. They could be your grandpa. Yeah, they I mean, couldn't be your grandpa. <laughs> that's, that's inappropriate. Um, so the whole time I was like, ew. Ew, no. No, no. Why? No, thank you. Um, but yeah, they're they're like super pretty and they're suave and they want to make mixed drinks all the time. Um, and you start getting some some plot bits here for the most part. Like with the other ones, had some some sprinkles of it. You get more plot here. Um, they're, they're kind of mysterious. They also, like, cabot on you at one point. <laughs> so there's that. Um, like I said, I was worried about it, but that's the one thing that they really did do right. Other than... Other than... <laughs> At the very end, when you're doing this route, um, the the gender question is brought up again, and they basically say to the protagonist, like, oh, well, when we get back, I can just show you in bed. And I'm like, she's 16. Nope. Yikes. No. 16 years old. No, 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 no. Um. So... Yoshi is also a secret agent for the government. <laughs> what is happening here? And is also like Akase's boss. Um, they have infiltrated to try and shut things down. Um, you also find out that their brother. Yes, their brother was a previous sponsor, but also a previous participant in the other world streams and thus died. Um my brother died. My brother died. So there's like a sense of revenge here. You do also find out like the people who died, like their data is still stored. And so like they can be brought back as Arcadians ish. Um so at one point 
the director like puts the brother and Senna like on two separate platforms with like fire behind them and it was like alright Yoshi you get to pick which one do you want eh, eh. um and ends up like saving her essentially and the brother Live or die, make your choice. <laughs> brother gets to you know get set on fire and die again uh cool sure yay yay my brother died again <laughs> yay um but this is also where you get the reveal that like oh wow everyone is data and we might potentially be on like a moon base Um, this is basically like if Dollar Tree sold a version of 999 or VLR. <laughs> I was going to say something like that. <laughs> but also there was dating in it. Well, we got, we got this thing called I-7 here. <laughs> Sorry, it'd be like Gas 7. Gas 7. <laughs> We gotta make it legally distinct. <laughs> we have VLR at home. This is it. <laughs> oh man! I mean, it is. I can't think of anything below Dollar Tree, but like you know, it's 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 there. Um, but yeah, you're on the moon. Everyone's data. Um, everything is kind of stuck in a situation of like what it would have looked like thirty years ago on this moon station says that um but yeah you you you're able to shut down everything and get all the folks out um well get some of the folks out um because government agents yay um who do i want to talk about next i will talk about Ibana. Um, he is your Sundere character. Um, he is also the most annoying character I think I've ever dated in Atome. And that's saying a lot. That is that is very much saying a lot. Yeah. Um because like the problem with him, besides the fact that like there are many problems with him is that he's like all gripe all the time like you know with Sundari they tend to have like that that soft side for you eventually this yeah, guy yeah. this guy had none of that he was just awful to you the whole time and like they're trying to convince me that they like each other I'm like this is toxic I hate this um he likes to cook, and so they're trying to say, like, yeah, look at this dude. He's cooking. He's, he's a good guy. Just trust us. He's good. He's good. He's bacon. But no, 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 no. Terrible. He's such a butthead. Like, he just does nothing but bitch at you. And everyone else. Like, he's not nice to anybody. The nicest person, like, the person that he's nicest to is actually Gyobu, 
which is a wild thing. Um, yeah, he's... He's terrible. Um, also, they drop like a weird thing in his route. That's like, huh? oh god, where'd that come from? Um, he is a previous participant. He was in one of the previous streams because, wow, the director lied. The last group of people who were in the other world stream actually did go back because they were able to name who the producer was and everybody went back. The problem is, um, if you took any punishments while you were there, when you went back, that didn't reset. So, um... Ibana doesn't have a left arm. Because his arm got taken away. Um, so he's got a robot arm that they gave him in the... In the other world, which... I mean, robot arm's kind of cool, so... It's pretty. It's pretty nice replacement. Pretty nice replacement. Like, it's got fingers, and, like... He can he can control it entirely. Like it's, I don't know. He complains that he has to like put gloves on it when he cooks because it's not waterproof. And I'm like, okay. That's you know most electronics are like that. Right. Like you you got a cool <laughs> robot arm, my guy. Come on. Um. Yeah, you like find a a copy of his arm like in a store in Arcadia, and you're like, oh huh. There's, there's your arm. Huh. How about that? Um, you also find, like, a list of previous participants. And, like, what punishment they took. His is obviously there and talks about his arm. You also find out in this one that Dazai was a previous participant, potentially, and is missing an eye. And it was like, huh, that's weird. Like, doesn't seem like his eye is messed up or anything but like uh, and Ivana keeps like they keep asking you know was was Dazai in your your group He's like no he wasn't so there's like confusion about what the heck is happening there um but yeah like he just constantly talks about how much he hates women and he's awful to you and like, their explanation on why he hates women, which, um, I guess, the content warning, child abuse and stuff, um, is that he had a stepmom who, like, would kiss him without permission. And, like, ooh. Oh, that's really uncomfortable. <laughs> You just gave me that with no warning? Okay. Um, so, like, I mean, that, that's fair to be, like, offset by that. Like, I, you know, that, you, you need therapy, my guy. Um, that's fine. But don't act like that. Just, just, just therapy and baked goods. Um, but eventually he's like, I will kiss you because I like kissing you and only you. Blah, 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 blah. Pretty much exactly like that. How how am I doing? You are doing. How how am I doing on this explanation of this game? 
Uh, I mean, it sounds like, like I said earlier, it sounds like you really liked it. You know, you were saying it's like one of the greatest Atome games ever created. So, you know, the uh, the descriptions really are matching your uh, your early your early thoughts about it. Cool. Um. All right, who am I going to talk about next? Uh, I'll talk about Futami, who, as we have already mentioned, is um a betrayer. Um, he he tells you he's a college student. He's twenty three again. Um, he's twenty three, and he like is trying to be like a big brother type guy to you. Um, and I I don't even really I don't know. He's such a f- boy. Is there any other way to describe it? I mean, he's a f- boy. Also, he just like shoves your face in his chest at one point. It's really awkward. Um, he's also kind of like a a, a flirty dude. Like he's one of those characters. Um, but yeah, he's. He's one of the sponsors. He tries to tell you that he's the producer, um, which threw me off because when I was playing, I was like, there's no way they're going to tell me like the ultimate producer, like in what the third or fourth route I've done. Like, there's no way they're going to do that, right? I'm correct. Turns out you were right. <laughs> they didn't do that. He is a sponsor. He was trying to get you to pick him as the producer because if you choose the producer like if you accuse somebody of being a producer you can only do it once if you get it wrong everybody dies um so he's just trying to kill everybody at once you know great thing for your love interest <laughs> um and she's like no no nobody accuse him because i don't think that that is correct i don't think so um you also have to do a drama where like you stab him in the stomach and he, like, takes the character's hands as she has the knife and, like, sh- shoves it in further. And it's like, oh, God, you have problems. Again, therapy is beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, yeah, he's he's completely unhinged and basically the whole time like he gets exiled at one point and like locked in this area of the bunker that like they put a guard in front of and she keeps sneaking in to go see him um and like all the time she's like well you know am am i gonna be number one in your eyes yet uh-huh and he's like no no hey you know there's, there's still somebody out there who i i owe a lot to and i'm, I'm always gonna be holding that torch for them and so, like, literally, you get through this route and get through his ending, and he's still saying, like, no, nah, you're number two. I, I was having I was having a bad time because, you know, I, I just didn't fit in with my family, and my brother was better than me. And I, I had a really bad day, and somebody approached me, and they talked to me about Arcadia. And I was like, whoa, this is brilliant. And so that person will always be number one in my life. Um, once you find out who that person is, you're like, oh boy, yikes. Um, 
Hopefully I remember to tell you. But I can't make any promises. Because it's me. And remembering is hard. Um. Where am I going next? Where am I going next? Where are you going next? Where am I going next? I'm, you know, there's too many dudes. I'm trying to knock them out. Um, too many dudes. Chigasaki. That's who I'm going to next. I, or, we already talked about it. He's, he's, he's got a jello arm. But he doesn't tell you that until, like, halfway through his route. Um, he is, like, the official sponsor, I guess. Like, Futami is a fanatic and has, like, some of that sponsory role. But Chigasaki is actually, like, the sponsor. He's the one that, like, makes sure you have all the food and all that. Um, he is, like, the 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 princely type guy he's the really really nice one the soft-spoken dude um ends up taking like a ton of punishment games like at one point he loses the use of his legs and he uses he loses the use of his eyes at one point um because he just keeps taking these punishments and it's like stop hating yourself my guy like what is wrong with you um but yeah his his whole thing is that his mom was the previous participant in the the streams. Um, and his dad was an Arcadian. And so, like, his right arm is, like, the mud goo jello arm because of his dad. Um, <laughs> Normal things. Yeah, you, you do meet his dad at one point, barely. Um, but you, you do get to meet him. And, um... Like part of part of the way through his route, he finds like a video of his mom getting the like dead end. So basically, his mom dying, and she is like saying all kinds of things. He's like, "This is crazy! Like, there's nothing good about this. Like, she was she was a monster, and she ended up somehow making the baby that was me." with my dad and I don't understand how that works and you know she was just crazy um and Senna eventually like convinces like no maybe there were actual feelings for for your dad and you're just misreading this whole situation she was a you know in a desperate situation because she was dying um so yeah there's that um, you also find out that, like, he's he's in college, so he's also one of the older things. I think he's, like, 21, but still gross. Blech. Um, but he, he's been funded by, like, the other world stream in Arcadia, basically, to go to college because of his dad. Um, he's been having to, like, have a projection on his arms that no one tells, like, can tell that he's goo and the way that set up is like I have feelings for you is basically she touches the goo arm yep that's how you tell people you love them is you touch their goo arms it's true <laughs> um he was he was a nice dude and so I, I did appreciate the fact that he was, like, 
such a nice dude to talk with and like I genuinely got the idea that like oh hey maybe he really does have feelings for you once he you know stops absolutely hating himself with everything that he has um but it, it was it was a weird a weird situation when you get back um like once he once he falls for you he ends up like working with you to take down the other world stream and ends up working for the government as like an insider agent type thing um but his his he cuts off he takes a knife and he cuts off his goo arm no not the jello arm he cut it off with a knife i was like jesus christ that seems a little extreme yeah so then like in, in the post credit scene, he has a suit on and he's got like an empty sleeve. I was like, oh, bye, goo arm. Ripperoni and pepperoni. Bad. Um, okay, now we're going to talk about the, um, the quarantine three. Um, once you knock out all the other dudes, then you can go through the, the quarantine three. And essentially how this route, like the common route leading up to it goes is that everybody's like, hey, you three are super, super suspicious. So we're going to lock you up in quarantine and see if anything changes. And, you know, eventually we'll figure out which of the three of you is the bad guy. Um, so it's Gyobu, that's... Haiji and that's Dazai. Um as you as you notice, two of the people who are technically um uh, working against you are uh, are still un unquarantined. So <laughs> whoops. Um so I'll talk about Gyobu next. He is a goblin. He's a menace. That's it. That's the plot. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, moving on. Where are we going next? He's he's a gamer. Um. Oh no. I know. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> he's such a weirdo. Like everything about him is so weird. Um. But yeah, he's he's just a little goblin man. Um, I do like their dynamic. I think that that was fun. I will give them that in the writing. Um, he is also like really really cryptic about things and knows a lot more than he should. Um, which you find out that that's he he was in the previous um stream as well. So that's how he knows so much he was along with Ivana which is why they're friends and yeah he's kind of like a weird super hacker dude for some reason I sure um and you find out like oh hey he he goes to school with you and um he he knows who you are and you know who he is technically and he doesn't actually go to school anymore because he feels like it's unnecessary. But he ends up like doing some some wild hacking to figure out like more details about the 
the moon base that you're on. Um, and essentially, like, there was an experiment that was happening there 30 years ago. And there was an AI there that was was built out. And something happened. There was a disaster that happened to the, the moon base. And um, he's trying to figure out, like, what, what actually happened here. Um, so you get some, like, plot there, I guess. Mainly you get, like, oh, hey, you know, there was, there was a bad thing that happened on the moon base. And that he was a previous participant. And that he can't remember one of the participants of the... the actually, I can't remember two of them, but one in particular is important. Um, so those are like the big reveals from his. Uh, he's, he's just a menace character. <laughs> um... So I want to talk about Meidazai. He is is good. <laughs> Question mark. Um at one point you're in his room and he's like going through his desk and like a bunch of pictures of cats just fall out of his desk. I was like, "All right. It's pretty good." That's pretty good. I have no no problem with with a dude who has a bunch of pictures of cats in his desk. Oh no, you found my secret cat pit photo collection. <laughs> I mean, it's basically what he's like. He's like, you didn't see that, did you? Oh, shit. okay. Um, that's my. I want to look at the cute kitties. Um, same. Yeah, same. <laughs> um. So he. How do I word this? He gets way more personality and, like, interactions with Senna in everyone else's routes besides his route. Um, which is a bummer because I won't even lie to you, he's my favorite. He's, um, he's, like, the really quiet boy. He's, he's kind of shy. Um... But he's also like the the like super duper like straight humor type guy. Like he he doesn't try to be funny, but he is funny. Um, the thing with him is that he is the producer, so he's the guy who's been setting everything up this whole time. He's he's the baddie, I guess. Except for he's not. <gasps> um so you find out he's the producer. He like willingly admits it. He's trying to like save everybody by like calling himself out as the producer. Um you find out though that he had a bet going with the director and the previous or like the ultimate producer, I guess, that even though memories are wiped of people who have been in the the other world, which is is a thing, um, that he he feels like they can come back. He feels like he can get people to remember. So he makes his bet, and you find out 
um, through his his story, which, by the way, you get to hang out with Gyobu a lot in this one, and you get, like, even Gyobu, like, tries to kiss you in his route. I was like, don't, don't, this is your route, get out of here. Um, but Dazai was the dude who sat next to you in your classroom, which it's mentioned very early on the game, like, oh, hey, there's an empty seat in your classroom and nobody knows who sits there. That's because he got erased. Um, but he was the, like, class representative with you and wasn't, like, super duper into it, but then ends up, like, liking doing it with you and falls in love um, also, you bury a goldfish together? So, like, they talk about the goldfish grave a lot, and I'm like, okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, but, like, it was, it was a cute idea that he bet everything on, like, trying to get her to remember him because he knew, like, his feelings for her were strong, and she she liked him back and all. Um, so they they end up winning the the situation and getting out of this. And this is where you find out, like, oh, there's actually an ultimate producer, the the <sighs> the real baddie. Um, and you find out, like, hey, whenever the dramas were happening, like there were two different chimes. That would go off and you know if you heard this chime then it was dazai setting it up and having the um drama happen if you heard the other chime it was the other producer trying to interfere and start things so there's that um also yeah his his eye is is still i think it's his right eye is bort I will say, if the game had ended with his route being the ultimate route and, like, that was the way it ended, I think it would have been perfectly fine. Um, the only negative about, like, his ending is that, like, he doesn't get his eye back and Ivana doesn't get his arm back. But everybody else has happy endings. Well, I guess Bonjo doesn't because Bonjo is going to be, like, seething the whole time. <laughs> Um, which he even comes up to you, like, when you're going to meet with Dazai, like, during his, his happy ending. And he's like, hey, I have a message for him. Can you give it to me? Or can you give it to him? She's like, yeah, sure. What's the message? He's like, tell him to break up with you already. And it's like, what the fuck, guy? Like, just be a friend. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, but... I was fine with this ending. I thought it was as good as it was gonna get. But then... But then... Here's the last route. And, oh boy. Um, uh, yeah. So, as I mentioned earlier... He he tells you Haji tells you that he's twelve years old. 
And so she's like, oh, yeah, I'm your big sister, blah, blah, blah. Like, you find him playing in dirt at one point. And he, like, eats ice cream and is, is doesn't know how to read any kanji. And he's he's he acts like a kid. So, like, this whole time that they're like, oh, yes, you're going to date this person. I'm like, oh, maybe no. I'm I'm good without that. Um his his route is basically the true route. Um so like there are some romance elements to it, but like it's not as straightforward of a romance as some of the other ones. Like, his his actual ending is that he basically, like, erases everybody and then you just live in Arcadia with him. Ooh. Because, oh, wow, what? He's the ultimate producer! He's not 12 at all. He's an AI. Um. He's an AI built by your grandma. And your grandma and your grandpa, your grandparents, if you will, were two of the people who were on that moon mission 30 years ago. And apparently the AI messed up its calculations at one point and ended up, like, basically bombing the, the structure. And, um, like, you find some recordings and they're all, like, bummed out because they realize, like, there's no way to rescue them and they're gonna die and they're sad. Just fair. Um. Oh, I will remember to bring up the thing. You also find out in this route that because of all of that stuff and because of, like, the connection with the, the moon base and all that, um... Senna's mom was like radicalized and became like obsessed with the the other world stream and she is the one who um boy what's his name god I can't remember his name now what's his name help me Futami it's one of them boys yeah Futami um so Senna's mom is the one who radicalized him. So that whole time that he's like, oh yeah, somebody else in my life is number one and it will never be you. It was her mom! Blech. So yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's an AI. And um, he, he keeps saying like weird stuff like, Ah, yes, your grandmother is my mother, and I am also in love with you. And I'm like, oh, this is just weird. Um, the not good route of his is that, like, everybody realizes what's going on and figures out, like, how to get back. But you just don't take the AI back with you. Which seems fine to me. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a bad idea. It doesn't seem like a bad idea to me. Um, and everything's fine. Except for they're like, oh, but 
he's gone. Hi, she's gone. It's like, um, I think it's fine. I think everything's fine. Um, regardless, no matter what you do with his, the Arcadians all die, which is kind of f***ed up that you're just like, well, in order for us to survive, let's just commit genocide against these people who did nothing wrong, really. Yikes. Um, because you find out that, like, Haji, as an AI, basically, like, made chimeras of all the living beings that were, like, existing in the moon base that, like, got caught up in all this. And they're the mud people, the Arcadians. So, yeah. Everybody's just like, alright, cool, I guess we're just gonna sacrifice them. Alright! I'm like, um... I'm uncomfortable. But anyway. Um... So... What happens in his good ending? What is the ultimate ending of this game? Do you remember what I told you? No. That was like three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah, it was like three <laughs> weeks ago. Um, Feels like three years ago. It really does. So, um, she decides that she's going to save him and take her, take the AI back with her. And um, she finds a robot dog in like the pile of junk that this kid has been collecting for years and they basically like put the AI into the robot dog and she takes that back with her so she's carrying around this robot dog version of Haji and he's like talking about how he loves her and he wants to eat ice cream with her and he wants to take baths with her and like she's kissing him all the time and I'm like Ugh. and like all the other dudes are like hey this is real weird that you're just like hanging out with this dog and you know doing all this stuff with this robot dog Ooh. Um, just a bit and that's the ending of the game. <laughs> they, uh, that sure is an ending. Like, the other ending, at least, like, everybody was happy. Except for, you know, the missing eye and the missing arm. Like, everybody else had, like, good lives. Like, they, they, they ended up being in good situations. But no, this one, everyone's unhappy except for you and your robot dog that's made of AI girl's gonna f the robot dog i think that's what's gonna happen and that's uncomfortable and like the whole time that i was playing i was like oh god ai huh the robot dog it was so weird like the game was already not great but then you give me like that wet fart of an ending and i'm like Mm. <laughs> well then. Well then. <laughs> that sure was a video game I played. That sure was. Mm. Well. Yep. You know what we gotta do now? We gotta rate it. 
We got to put it up on the ranking. Yep. Al, we've got 33 games here on Al's official ranking of Atome. Uh-huh. This will be game number 34. Uh-huh. Where do you want to start? Um, We can start at the bottom. All right. We're going to start at the very bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Is this game better than Biroshana Rising Flower of Genpei? It doesn't have incest, so I will say that it is better. <laughs> One mark for it. <laughs> uh, is it better than the KFC game? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's better than the KFC game. Is it better than Amnesia? Yeah, that's is the it, actual lock in the cage game. Is it better than Hakuoki? Yeah. Is it better than Paradigm Paradox? Yeah. Is it better than Love Letter from Thief X? Yes. Is it better than Mr. Love? No. All right. Well, here we go. Our new number 28. <laughs> 34. Charade Maniacs. Wow. On the list. Killing it on those rankings, aren't you, Charade Maniacs? Hey, it beat six games. It did. Six because, more than you probably would have thought. Yeah, well, I mean, I was looking at it earlier. I was like, oh, this is probably going to be real low on here. But, <laughs> like, I did complete it, so I'll give it that. Mm -hmm. And I, I did really like Dazai quite a bit in his cat pictures. But one dude out of how many? Nine? Nine, yeah. Ain't, ain't good. Those aren't good odds. No, no. And I, I did appreciate that, you know, there was there was a respectfully treated non-binary yeah. love interest. That was kind of cool. Um, even though they're 24. Problem. Um, so, you know, uh, you don't got a whole lot going for you here. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. You do have well, a, a goldfish... Cemetery. Great. <laughs> cool. That's <laughs> what we all wanted. Yep. Uh, well, that's Charade Maniacs. Yeah. Jello arm. Jello arm. That's all we got. That's all we got from it. Jello yep. arm. And that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Mm hmm. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.Cool is where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to AnnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at AnimeCheckup. Follow us on Blue Sky at SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com. Uh, you can buy our books, Watch Shining Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, Hot Tubs, and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, it's time to learn more about this fellow who's named Alan Wake, and he's a writer. He's a writer. You may have heard of him. Once or twice. His new adventure is here. Hopefully I can beat it by then. I think it will. You are definitely going to be able to beat it in six days. <laughs> Trust so. me on that. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, we will talk about the latest Alan Wake game and the latest game in the greater Remedy Cinematic Universe, I guess <laughs> you could call it. Yep, yep. And uh, I, uh, I'm very curious to talk about that ending.
Okay, well, I don't know what the ending is, but I'm I'm curious to talk about it too. And now I get to take Charade Maniacs out of my Switch. Get yeah. out of here. Get out of so, here. Uh, we'll see. We'll talk about being a writer next week. Mm-hmm.